Well, good morning to all of you. Hi, Michael. How are you? <laughs> I just put my nephew on, on uh, alert. Hey, good morning. <laughs> I digress. I don't know where that all came from. Um, I'm Tim Allen, the executive pastor, and we are delighted that you have chosen to worship with us today. You know, there are a lot of places you could be on Sunday morning, but I couldn't think of a better place to be than here today. And so we're glad you're here. It's obviously a very special morning, a very uh, kind of different morning, because this whole weekend we've had our True Love Waits conference, and it culminates today with the True Love Waits ring ceremony. And so you, I can tell you, are in for a treat to see uh, something very special. Um, let me take just a moment to highlight our bulletin for you. There's a lot of information in here. I'm not really going to talk much about it this morning in the, in the uh, interest of time. But I would like to highlight especially a, a flyer that's in there today. Um, Tristan Brandenburg, as you may know, is a F-18 pilot, and he, he and his family are a part of our congregation. He is currently deployed on the USS Carl Vinson, and we are trying to reach out to those, those uh, sailors on that um, carrier. And so we're going to send them some kind of like goodie bags, if you will, and we need your help for that. So I would encourage you to read this and see how you can be involved. We've had a lot of visitors here today. If you are a first-time visitor, we'd like to give you a brochure about our, our church. Um, and if you would just raise your hand, the gentleman in the aisle will slip that to you. We won't make a big deal and point you out. We'd just like to give that to you. In the back is a communication form and also a coupon for our Grace Cafe where you can get a beverage and a pastry for your entire family. Um, and we would just encourage you to take this visitor form, fill it out, fill out the form, put it in the offering plate so we can know how to best, how we can best serve you. It is a great day to be in the house of the Lord, and we are going to worship together. God bless you all, and have a great morning. Uh, please stand with us.
lift you higher. You are the only King forever, forevermore. You are the token, yes, you are the only King forever. Almighty God, we lift you higher. You are the only King forever, forevermore. You are the token,
It is a wonderful morning. Amen. I went through True Love Waits about 10 years ago. So it is just amazing to see yet another group of young people committing themselves to purity. And that is quite an astonishing thing when you think about today's culture. Would you please join me in prayer as we pray for them and pray for us all. Father, we thank you for this blessed and somber day. It is blessed because of the many who are making this commitment to purity. They are not merely saying no to sin, but they are saying yes to you. They are saying yes to follow your ways. They are saying yes to the good plan that you have for them. And that is a happy day. But it is also a somber day because of the nature of this commitment. It is a difficult one. So Lord, we would ask that you would be with them, that you would protect them, and you would protect us all as we face the onslaught and the pressures of the culture of today. God, would you help us to be pure in every aspect of our lives, that we'd be holy as you are holy, that we'd be faithful to you as you are faithful to us. Lord, we are reminded this morning of your great commitment to us, that you sent your son Jesus, the Holy One, and he came willing. He came willing to die on the cross so that we could be pure in your sight. God, you give so much. You give far more abundantly than we deserve, far more than we ask. We thank you for the rain that you gave us. This weekend we ask humbly for more. We thank you for the food that we eat. We thank you for the very breath in our lungs that we can sing praises to you this morning. God, your generosity, whether they're great things or small things, moves us to give. And so we give this morning of our tithes and our offerings. We give because you give abundantly. We give to worship you, and we give because we love you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray these things. Amen. You may be seated.
It's a wonderful conference that has been going on at Grace Community Church since 1994. We have seen hundreds of students uh, commit to live a lifestyle of purity and to remain absent until married. And uh, what we want to do at this time is recognize all of those, whether single, whether married. We want to recognize the alumni who have been through this conference at this church before. So here's what I want to do. If everybody could stand and just greet those around you, say hi, and then if you're an alumni, make your way forward and line up uh, in front of the platform here. Thanks. All right, thank you. Wow, so many alumni. Crazy. Very exciting, so good. Thank you for actually coming up front so people could see you. And we just wanted to recognize you, but at the same time, I just wanted to give you a couple minutes of encouraging words uh, that I think could help. Um, Maybe you remember your commitment like it was yesterday, or maybe it seems like a lifetime ago that you stood up here and said, I'm going to remain sexually pure. But at some point in your life, you chose to live a lifestyle that honors God and is pleasing to Him, a lifestyle of purity. And it is a very big commitment, and it's not just a one-time thing. It is a commitment that is a lifestyle that I hope, whether you're single or you're married, you're continually trying to strive uh, to live for God and to live a life of purity. And first of all, I just want to encourage you to keep pressing on and living this lifestyle. Like I said, whether you're single or married, you're always going to have challenges and temptations. Our culture is always going to try to take this away from you. But remember this commitment that you made and to make a commitment daily to live a lifestyle of purity. 
And secondly, I just want to challenge you to, to share your story, to be open about the commitment that you made. Let others know why you chose to wait. Because there's going to be students in here and up on the platform that are going to look up to you. And they need to see other people that have made this commitment and that are living a life, lifestyle of purity. Be that light. Be the example to this younger generation. The Bible says, you are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. We are very proud of you, and we continue to pray for you guys and just know and recognize this commitment that you made. And uh, like I said, very proud of you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for the amazing people in our church that have just uh, decided that they are going to make this commitment to live for you. Despite what our culture says and what our culture is teaching, Lord, we want to follow you and your plan. We know that your way is the best way. And I pray for all these students and just everyone up here, for the challenges that we're going to face, for the temptations that are going to come our way, Lord, that we will just stand firm and just look to you, Lord, and just know that your way is best. Thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Very cool. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Eric. Well, I want to take just a, a few brief moments, and I want to explain the ring ceremony that you will all be able to, to see and really in many ways to be a part of uh, in this worship service. Uh, the ceremony in many ways mimics a wedding. As you observe and as you really, as I said, participate, you will see a lot of similarities between what's going to be going on here, the ceremony going on here, and what goes on typically in a wedding. In a few minutes, we will have some processional music, and our students will walk up the aisle. When they walk forward, I would ask that you would stand both in respect for them and in reverence to the Lord. After they're on the platform and everyone's seated, we will hear from our keynote speaker for the weekend, Brian Holland. Brian is a pastor in Pomona, California, and First Baptist Church there, and has been a very challenging and engaging speaker to our students. He has some really uh, powerful things to say to them and very encouraging. has been very encouraging to them and to the parents. After he has finished speaking and praise, praise, the ceremony will begin. The lights will be lowered and students will come to the microphone to say their commitments. And their parents will speak to them and give them their true love waits ring. I want to remind you and encourage you, uh, this is because this is a worship service, uh, for the time being, hold your applause. We will have a time at the end to applaud as a corporate body for the students and encourage them. But uh, for the time being, hold your applause. Uh, remember, this is, a, this is a, a, a thing that we celebrate, but it's also serious and it's solemn. So um, please, no cheering. It's not a graduation. If you're going to take pictures, try and turn the, uh, turn the flash off on your phone or on your camera. Uh, this is a very exciting thing, but as I said, this is something that we do in honor of the Lord and to ultimately glorify and honor Him. With that, with that said, let's stand as these students come forward. Good morning. For the next three and a half hours, I'd like to talk about True Love Wait. 
don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> this is the last service. What are they going to do? Are you going to fire me? I go home after this. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, kind of. No. Picture an older pastor writing a letter to a younger one. I remember when I first became a youth pastor, uh, I knew everything. And then I realized how wrong I was about everything. And I realized that pastoring is really kind of educated guessing, just like parenting. You're just doing your best and trying to figure out where God's going and what he's doing. And, and sometimes it's the great messages where you get to just encourage everyone like crazy. And then other times you kind of have to prod the sheep where they're supposed to go. What a joy for it is for what a joy for me it was to get to be here the weekend to watch this, uh, to watch a whole community, a whole church community that maybe for some of you, you're here for this is the first time you've ever been here. You didn't know this was what it was going to be. You're sitting there going, okay, I didn't know it'd be this. I kind of feel like I'm missing out. You're not missing out on anything. I mean, think about it. You don't, I'm preaching for 10 minutes. They gave me 10 minutes. I mean, if I ended 10 minutes, that's a miracle because pastors get paid by the word. So if, that's why they always go so long. You're getting to watch community be community. What an amazing church that you guys value this and you value your youth so much that you set aside a Sunday to honor them because of the commitment that they're making. And then I say, well, good luck. See you later. But to back them up, say, we got your back. See, raising kids, it's a community effort. We, we all, and pretty much as parents, we are all there for each other as we're raising each other's kids to love Jesus and doing the best that we can. And so I just want to applaud you for that. And for those behind me, I mean, the message is for you. You just have the horrible view of me. But I promise I'll turn around in just a second. But can I applaud you as a church that you take this seriously and you celebrate this? I mean, this is a big deal. What an incredible opportunity to see this happen. For those behind me, um, I know sometimes... Sometimes it's hard to be Christian, huh? I mean, look at the culture and all your friends seem like they're doing something. But here's the thing. If everybody's doing it, it must not be that cool. It seems like the cool people are always the ones that are doing something different. So you must be the coolest kids on the block. <laughs> Paul, this older pastor, is speaking to Timothy, and he's writing this letter. He can't be there in person because he's in prison. And he's got these words. He's learned things over the, over the years of walking with Jesus and starting churches. And Timothy's just starting out, a young pastor. And he says this. It's out of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. It says, let no one despise you for your youth. Just stop there. Let no one despise you for your youth. No, let no one talk down on you because you're young. Friends, can I remind you of something? We often forget how often God used a teenager to do incredible things in Scripture. When there's a nine-foot giant standing against the army of Israel, no man would go forward to take on the giant. But 15-year-olds honestly believe they can take out anyone. So a 15-year-old goes forward and we sit there and go, oh, it's because he was so holy and so in love with God. But think about what it is that he was promised. No taxes the rest of your life. And you get the king's daughter. So bucks and chicks, that's what he went for. <laughs> but 15-year-old doesn't say yes to that. But did he have a love for God? Absolutely he did. So when a nine-foot giant defied him and his God, he went out there with what? A sling and five stones. I know you read commentators and they say, oh, he took five stones because, well, he had brothers. He's going to go for the brothers. It never says that. Maybe it took five because every one of us would take five. Because what if you missed throwing a rock at a giant? You might want to have another one ready to go. So when it's time to drop the nine-foot giant, who goes? A 15-year-old. Three teenagers stand before the most powerful king on the planet. King Nebuchadnezzar says, when you hear the sound, you will bow down and you will face the image that I've set up and you will worship that image. And these three, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as teenagers, stand. When everyone else falls, they stand up. And then they're brought before the king. 
And he gives this cool little speech, and at the end he says, okay, if you don't bow down, we'll throw you into the furnace, and then what God will be able to save you from my hand? And these teenagers looked at him and said, oh, you are mistaken. You know what? Our God can do that, but even if he decides not to, we will not bow down. You remember the story? He, he says, heat it up seven times hotter, which is just kind of throwing, that's like throwing a, ten, a temper tantrum, isn't it? Because it's, I mean, what, the one time hotter is not going to kill them just the same? Get them seven times hotter. Make them burn even more. <laughs> throw them in there, and then what happens? The three of them are in there, and then all of a sudden, Nebuchadnezzar goes, hey, how many do we throw in? Three. How come I see four, and the fourth what? Looks like the son of a god. If I was one of them, I'd be sitting there. That's, come on, let's huddle up. He's watching, and go like this. It's so cold in here. Seven times hotter is not hot, it's cold. He comes out, what happens? Nebuchadnezzar worships. When God decided to invade the planet, he picked the womb of a teenage girl. So friends, let me remind you, if you honestly look at students and say, ah, they're too young, the problem is not that they're too young, it's that you're too old. Don't blame them. Because God has used teenagers throughout history all that God asks, be willing and available. Be willing and available. Students, all that God is asking, be willing and available. That's it. Be examples for what? It says this, let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. That's it. So, that's a lot. Let me just simplify it one way. Show us how to love Jesus amazingly well. That's it. That's all you got to do. I don't know that we could go through, no, there were five things listed. Let's just sum it up into one. And we could sit and argue, but Christians, we're pretty good at that. We need to knock that off. All he's saying is just show us how to love Jesus amazingly well. So friends, don't wait. Show us now. Live so incredibly for Jesus and with Jesus and by Jesus that we're convicted of our lack of faith and love for him. Show us what it looks like to be passionate and all in for him. Be the revival generation that not just our city needs, our state, our nation, but the planet needs people who are following Jesus and are not ashamed to do that. And today you make a step. This is a huge step. And this is part of the quote-unquote purity pledge. This is one aspect of it. And we're so proud of you. And it's been an honor to get to be here with you this weekend and get to talk about such a fun subject when you're sitting next to your parents. <laughs> How awkward is that? This is God's practical joke. Guys, you guys are amazing, and I'm so proud of you. Can I pray over you? Would you mind? Let me pray. Jesus, we give you thanks. God, I thank you for these students these teenagers. And Father, when we look back over history, we see teenagers that you used to do incredible things. And Father, I pray that as you continue to pin out this thing called history, that their names would be written in there and the things and deeds that you did in and through them would be absolutely astounding. And God, we commit them to you. We thank you for them. God, so keep them so close to your heart that if they even move away one foot, they can't stand it. They need to be so close to you. So God, as we honor them and we worship you in all that happens, to you be all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor for you alone are worthy. And we pray this in Jesus' name. And everyone who agrees says, amen. Love you guys more than you know. I, Logan Clagg, promise before God, my family, and my peers to keep myself pure for my future husband.
Logan, your mother and I are very proud of you. We know when you make a commitment to something, you will give it 100%. We love you very much. I promise before God, my family, and my peers to keep myself pure for my future husband. Jesse, your dad and I are so proud of you for being the responsible young girl that you are and for embracing True Love Waits this weekend. We want you to know that we love you. We will always be here for you. And most importantly, we encourage you as you continue your daily walk with the Lord, know him. We love you. I, Samuel Lopes, because I believe God's plan is best, I commit to God, my parents, and my future mate to remain sexually pure until I marry. Samuel, your decision to love and obey Jesus Christ by remaining sexually pure until you're married is a wise one. We applaud you. We will continue supporting you by giving you guidance so you can keep this promise that you've made today. When you see this ring, my son, remember that today you have chosen wisdom over folly, honor over shame. Evelyn Ward promise to God, my family, and to my future husband to remain pure for me. Evie, it is incredible how quickly you're growing. You're beautiful and adorable, just as your name means. You bring so much life into our family. Your mom and I want one thing for you. It's kind of a big thing. It's to know and love the Lord your God with all of your heart, of your soul, your mind, your strength, this beautiful promise you have made today will be a promise kept if you do it. If you don't remember anything else from today, remember this. He's absolutely worth it. We love you. I, John Washington, before God, friends, and family, do promise my future wife that I will keep myself pure until we marry. John, your mother and I are so pleased that you made this choice to make this commitment today. This ring will be a reminder to you, as well as an outward symbol to others of the pledge that you're making today. We promise to, we promise to supply unconditional love, support, and counsel through the strength and wisdom bestowed by Jesus Christ himself to help keep you on the path that God has planned for your life. I'd like to read a verse, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, be, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable 
and perfect. God, my family, and my peers to keep myself pure for my future husband. Madeline, you're a gift from God. You're a gift to us, to your family, and to your future husband. You're a strong young woman, but when your strength is tested, remember that 1 Corinthians 10.13. Though temptation receives you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you cannot bear. But when you are tempted, will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. We're very proud of you and we love you and we support you always. I, Cameron Rizzardo, commit to God, my family, my future mate, and children to remain sexually pure until I'm married. Cameron, your mother and I are proud of the man you're becoming, or even more proud of the commitment you're making to stay sexually pure until uh, for your future wife. We love you very much and are here to help you keep this commitment and any obstacles life may throw your way. I, Bailey Stewart, promise before God, my family, and my peers to stay pure until I marry my future husband. Bailey, we are very proud of you and the young lady that you are. And we just want you to know that we see your heart of gold and the compassion and love that you show for others. And we're very proud of you for making this commitment today. We just want to encourage you to continue to spread the word of God and share with people like you do every day at school and, and just keep this going. I, Valen Johnson, commit myself to God, my family, my future mate, and children to remain sexually pure until I am married. Valen, such a special young man you've become. You are our firstborn miracle son. After 15 years of marriage and being told we could never have children of our own, with lots of prayers and in God's perfect timing, here we are. Your dad and I and your brother Keelan are so very proud of you. Today's oath and commitment you've made in keeping God's covenant to remain sexually pure until marriage is awesome. We promise to always be there for you through thick and thin, support you and guide you in the way that God intended for us to do for you. Stand strong and firm in your faith in Jesus and know that he loves you even more than we do. Keep your eyes and heart on him, because he will never leave you or forsake you. We are truly honored and blessed that God chose us to be your parents and you to be our son. God is great and we love you. <laughs>
I, Paige Stewart, am here before God, friends, and family to promise my future husband that I'll keep myself pure until we marry. Paige, your, your faith and love shines bright, and it's a light that everyone can see. And we are very proud of who you are, and we're very proud of you for making this commitment to God. And, and uh, we just want you to be encouraged to stay strong and to develop your relationship with God as you grow older. We love you very, very much. I Katie Mays, promise before God, my family, and my peers to keep myself pure for my future husband. Katie, Mom and I want you to know how much we love you and how proud we are of you. The commitment you are making is just the beginning of an amazing journey with God. Although we do not know what the future holds, we can be assured that we can trust him with our lives, and we know he has better plans than we can ever imagine. We love you, and prayers, uh, we promise to do our best <coughs> to support you. Because I believe God's plan is best, I, Vanessa Bonner, promise before my family, God, and others that I will keep myself sexually pure for my future husband. Your mom and I are so proud of you. Um, you have such a heart for God, such a loving heart. You've always had it. Um, we were thinking the other day about how you used to always bring little animals home to Oak Ranch when we moved out there, and we'd come home from work, and we'd always find a, a new animal in the backyard ready to <laughs> greet us. You had such love for, for God's creatures and for his creation, um, and you still have that love today. Thank you for choosing to remain pure. We are so grateful for your decision, and please remember... Um, the psalmist's words, delight in the Lord, and he shall give you your heart's desire. We love you, honey. I, Jackie Mays, am here today because I believe God's plan is best. I come before God, my family, and friends to make the promise to keep myself pure for my future husband. Jackie, Mom and I love you so much and are so proud of you making this commitment today. Your journey with God is just beginning, and none of us know exactly what the future holds. But we can be assured that God's plan is better than anything we can imagine. With love and prayers, we promise to do our best to support you, and we love you so much. <clears throat> um, I, Madison Dooley, commit to God, my family, my future husband, husband, and kids that I will remain pure until I marry. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. Madison, you are such a beautiful, you have such a beautiful heart and a wonderful spirit. Only God knows the plans for your future. But we pray that you will always look to him for guidance and direction in all that you do. We love you so much, and you will never know how proud we are of you. 
and the woman that you are becoming. We love you very, very much. And may this ring always remind you the plans that God has for your life. Because I fully trust and believe in God's plan, I am here before God, my family, and my friends to promise my future husband that I will keep myself pure until I marry. Courtney, you are the youngest of our four beautiful daughters, and you are an amazing gift from the Lord. We are very proud of you just for being who you are, and we are also proud of the covenant that you are making. We stand here today with you in front of God and all of our friends and family as you make this covenant to remain sexually pure. We promise to always pray for both you and your future husband to remain pure for each other until and throughout marriage. In the book of Matthew, towards the end of chapter 6, it talks about not worrying about your life, but only to seek his kingdom first, and he will supply all your needs. We encourage you today to never worry about your future, but instead to put God first in all you do, and let his blessings pour out onto you as he promises. This ring serves as a reminder of the covenant that you have made to honor God with your mind, heart, and body. May you treasure it as a gift from God and a gift for your future husband. We love you very much, and again, we are so proud of you. I, Brooklyn Dooley, am here before God, my family, and my peers to promise my future husband that I will keep myself pure until we marry. Proverbs 3, 5-6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Brooklyn, we love you so much, and we are so proud of you. Proud of your choices that you are making proud of the woman you're becoming. We will always be here for you and love, and we pray that whatever plans God has for you, that you will always keep him in your heart and that you always see this ring as a reminder of God's love for you and your future. I, Ben McKay, I promise before God, my family, and my peers to keep myself pure before my future wife. Ben, as your dad puts this ring on your finger as a reminder of the vow you made today, I pray that our Heavenly Father will surround you with his love and create in you a patient heart. We trust that the Lord has a wonderful plan for your life, and your true love will be worth the wait. We're so proud of you, sir. Michaela Hayes promised before God, my family, my peer, and my peers to keep myself pure for my future husband. We are so proud of you. I'm proud of the example that you are to your siblings, to your friends, to us. We are thrilled at the young lady you become. We're so thankful that you're here with your friends being able to share this moment. You're going to be great accountability to each other. I have a Bible verse. 2 Timothy uh, 2.22. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. 
along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. This may not be easy, but we're going to help you through it. It's God and us, and we'll be there together. I, Cameron McKay, promise before God, my family, and my peers to keep myself pure from my future wife. Cameron, the ring you chose as a symbol of your vow has the verse, 1 John 4, 4. It reads, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I pray that when you look upon your hand, you will be reminded of this day. Remember the promise and know that through Jesus, you have the strength to be a man of honor and wait for your true love. I, Natalie Clements, promise to the Lord, my family, my friends, and my future husband that I will remain pure until I marry. Natalie, first and foremost, we thank God so much that he lives in you. He has turned you into an amazingly beautiful person, and we are so proud to call you our daughter. We love you very much. Will you join me in celebrating the commitment that these students just made? We want to continue the celebration uh, you can join us after the service for a reception in the Student Center where there's going to be some cake and you're going to be able to just congratulate the students for making this commitment. Students, we could not be prouder of the decisions that you just made uh, and just know that your church family, parents, pastors, we're all going to be here for you to just kind of help you along the way and we are very, very proud of you. The worship team is going to play some music, and the students will exit, and uh, after they do, uh, you are dismissed. We hope you have a great day. <laughs> 